All right, and we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another recap of Survivor All You, Friend or Foe. With me today, I have a familiar face if you saw season two of our of our seasons. Um, Victoria, how are you doing, Victoria? I'm good. Thanks for having me on here. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is you're kind of responsible for recruiting a lot of the people that played this season. Mm -hmm. I believe you're responsible for Kayla, Leah, and Lydia, yes. if that's correct. Um, Pre-season, how did you think the three of them would do, being that I don't think any of them were super familiar with Survivor coming mm -hmm. into the game? I was just trying to be an advocate for Survivor as best as I could. Lydia was my roommate, and I told her it'd be really fun. And she's so sweet. You can see that from when she plays. Like, she's so sweet. And Kayla I've known for years, and we were just friends from back home. And I thought that she'd just be really good at the strategy aspect of it. And then Leah, like, I had met Leah the day I told her to apply. We just clicked instantly and I go, like, I think people are just gonna, really going to like you. And she had never seen Survivor before. I made her watch Samoa. And that's when she says that she wants to be like Russell. So I thought she was just going to be a very interesting new player to go into it. I don't think I was favoring anybody, but it was just very fun to have them actually sign up and then play. But I knew they were going to all do well just because they were like really nice people. So one thing that kind of came up in a previous um, recap that we did already from some from Ryan from Survivor Yukon, he thought it was interesting. You recommended Samoa for them to watch for like their first season. What was your reasoning behind like recommending Samoa to them? I'm pretty sure Samoa was one of the two seasons on Netflix when Survivor was being added to Netflix. And I have seen Kageon more times than I want to in my entire life. I think I've seen that season probably 10 times because that's always the season people recommend. Samoa was one of the first seasons I remember watching when I was like eight or nine. So I really liked it and I knew it was entertaining. And at the time, probably still, I loved that, who the winner of that season. So I was just like, hey, let's just watch it. Let's get together and watch it. It was always me and Leah, me and Leah watching it, but she seemed to instantly love it, and I thought it was a good season to just keep on watching with her. Yeah, so interesting thing. You kind of mentioned it already. Leah was kind of drawn to Russell, whereas Kayla was kind of drawn to Natalie. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's natural personality types or what happened, but it definitely seems to be playing out already in the first couple episodes of the game. Mm -hmm. um, so starting off, just a brief... Recap of episode one, we saw that Leah's tribe went to tribal council the first week and she was kind of targeted a little bit, mm -hmm. but ultimately they voted out Michael. Do you think they made the right decision kind of voting out someone who could have been a huge physical asset in the game? I remember when I found, when I watched it, they voted out Michael and I was like, this is the dumbest tribe. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the track team and I'm pretty sure they immediately lost the next challenge, which was running. So I was just like, come on, guys. Like, you can't vote out your strongest player physically when the first week, especially when they had just lost. I know he was playing really hard, but I just think he got excited. And I think it was a silly move on their part to vote out one of the strongest, most athletic people. And Nora even said it. He was one of the strongest people on the tribe. 
So I thought it was a pretty silly move. <laughs> so we kind of saw very different play styles from the three of your friends that you recommended for the game. We saw kind of Leah getting kind of annoyed by people pretty early. Yeah. Um, and Lydia just kind of being a nice person, wanting to connect friendship-wise with people, but not having a lot of influence. Kayla, on the other hand, kind of low-key, but at the same time talking to everyone. Mm -hmm. How did you feel they were doing kind of in the early stages of the game with all these different strategies approaching social relationships and strategy? Mm -hmm. I thought Kayla was doing a great job at talking to everybody. And I know Kayla like takes a long time to like open up and she is an introvert. So I was honestly proud of her for like really setting herself out there. I was kind of worried about Leah because she had no idea what Sparrow was. And I love Leah to death. Like I, we, I made her reply like three hours after I met her. Cause I was like, you're just such a fun person to be around. But when she said that she wants to be like Russell, after the first episode, I was like, you might want to watch the rest of the season before you hook on to Russell. Just knowing his, the villain streak he was going to go on. So I was wary of her and Lydia, like Lydia was just having a good time. That's all I had to say. Like she was just having a blast, which I always want people who I recommend to Survivor to enjoy it. But I was really impressed with Kayla's strategy and how she was doing with everything. So we saw the second challenge, beginning of episode two, we had like this ultimate tag kind of challenge planned. Um, unfortunately, um, if you guys saw the episode, we moved locations after like the first round. Um, we kind of got told to leave by someone who we thought had authority over us and it turns yeah. out they did not. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of lessened the excitement that we had for the challenge, but we kind of saw that certain people we're struggling pr a lot with that challenge. It's pretty much a, like a knockout for um, Feely, pretty much winning every round except for the first one. Mm -hmm. um, what did you kind of think with the performance and in the challenge and moving into the week after? Lydia specifically, she kind of just laid low when she was in a spot where her tribe was going to tribal council. Um, what do you do you think that was more of a choice that she just kind of wanted to lay low and be friends with people or do you think she just kind of fell off somehow i think it was a little bit of both she definitely is a person who doesn't want to ruffle feathers and wants to get along with everybody so i don't think it was her like shying away from people and i, I remember she was very busy too and she wanted to like put herself into the game and she was just had a busy schedule which can be the downfall of a lot of people if they have naturally busy lives. But I definitely relate it to more of like, she doesn't really want to make me people mad and lie to anybody, which no one really does. But Lydia, especially because the first thing you see of her, like, oh, she's so sweet. Like, how can this girl lie to me and like get away with it? Because she's always smiling. She's always cheery. But yeah, it was definitely more of a personality getting in the way than like thinking of a strategy to like overcome that. So at the challenge, we saw Jacob found an, a secret advantage, which wasn't really secret. Um, we didn't see people talk about it a lot in the episode, at least not as of recent. Yeah. But everyone was very aware of this advantage. Um, if you were in their position, would you have been someone to kind of throw around of the challenge to go for the advantage or would you have been someone like Jacob who tried to kind of sneak it at the end? 
I wouldn't have thrown it. He saw. I remember him seeing it, and he looked at me recording. He was like, "Can I like, take this?" I was like, "It's a secret advantage. Like, I like do what you want." But I would have seen it, run toward it, <laughs> pretended to fall, get it, or just something. Like everyone kind of, it was a delay of game. Like trying to reach for it, trying to get it, and they were like, "Oh, like what is this? Like, can I, can I pick it up?" It's like, well, it's labeled secret advantage. It's on a cone. It's in a challenge. Like, what did you expect? And I know Jacob's in a big, he wasn't that big of a fan of Survivor, so he doesn't know. But being the fan of Survivor that I was going into the game and am, and yeah, and are currently, I would have taken it and tried to make it as less, least obvious as possible, but definitely would have snatched it up before hopefully anyone else did. So you kind of mentioned how certain people this season pretty much had no knowledge of Survivor before they played, whereas some people were big fans. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of led to some mistakes, like Nori didn't even look for an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke openly shared with people that he found one, mm-hmm. and Jacob also shared with his tribe. Do you think these mistakes are just because they're unfamiliar with the game? Um, would you have done anything different from what the three of them have done? I definitely think not knowing about Survivor and the culture of it, of keeping things to yourself to get ahead, and like always thinking long term does get in the way if you don't know the game. I remember Jacob saying that his goal was to always think long term, but you definitely forget like the, oh, these people can vote me out whenever they want if they know too much information. Like fans of Survivor, like we're screaming at the TV being like, why didn't you, why did you tell that person? They're lying to your, they're, they're lied to you, they're lying to your face. So I think all these people were just wanting to play a game, didn't realize the commitment of it, which is what we've seen in other seasons of Survival U2, of people are just so happy to be there and so happy to meet people, they forget about the strategy behind the game. And all of us are like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to tell people about you have an idol. Like, So I definitely would have kept it to myself not told my entire tribe, obviously. Obviously, in my season, I was very open with my alliance, but it was because all my idols were public. So we see Kayla specifically really connecting with Sarah, with Charlie a little bit. She also has this connection with Leah because they know each other pre-game. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, did you think that they were going to be able to keep that under wraps? Because they're open, they're like meeting in like open settings, like right in the middle of Damas, stuff like that. Did you think they were going to be able to keep that hidden? No, I thought someone was going to find out or someone was going to see them because when Leah and Kayla were on the steps of Montview, Kayla had just said that she had come from the ride meeting with her tribe. Mm-hmm. I was impressed to know during the entire season they were like, I really don't think anyone knows we're friends yet. It was, like we were, it was like when Kalahari met in Argo, and that was their spot. In Argo, if I go to Argo or Starbucks on campus, I see everyone I've ever met at Liberty there. I guess it's just the look of the draw, like the safety of Survivor. People just aren't observant. And I'm definitely impressed that they kept it, or they're keeping it under wraps, even like week three. Because we were, us three were always together. Mm-hmm. It was me, Kayla, and Leah. We were always together. So the fact that no one like saw an Instagram post or saw us all hanging out or knew my connections to both of them impresses me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we see at the end of the second episode, Jordan gets voted out. Um, she kind of just didn't show up to tribe stuff and they just kind of cut her off. Lydia voted in the minority. She was the only one that voted with Jordan. Um, what did you think after this moment, knowing that Lydia had kind of stuck a target on her back? Oh, I was, again, I was like dumbfounded. Like, what are you doing? And I remember she came to the, my our room because we were roommates and she goes, I'm pretty sure I convinced them that Kayla was the one who voted for them. <laughs> and it tore me apart because I was like, here's my roommate, like being good, like pretending she didn't vote for him. But also here's my best friend from childhood who's also playing, who's going to get voted out if people start to believe Lydia. Right. I was at a crossroads. I didn't know what to be happy for. Obviously I was happy for Lydia being like, okay, like, I guess thanks for putting it on Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, also Kayla, don't go home. Right. Yeah, we definitely see Lydia knows she's in a bad position, but she definitely makes a bit of an effort, at least at the beginning of the week, to kind of fix that. But one thing that happens right after the vote, we have a mutiny, right? I was Where gonna, I was people say can swap tribes if they feel unsafe. And Lydia, knowing she just voted in the minority, does not step forward. Everyone else, I mean, it kind of makes sense because they have no reason to feel uncomfortable. But Lydia had the opportunity to switch tribes. Now, that could have put her in a bad position. She could have been in the first out on that tribe, too. Um, what did you think of her decision? Would you have done anything different? Oh, I would have swapped. <laughs> I would have muted right then and there. Because there was no way, like, with everyone being as close as they were, that they were going to, like, believe Lydia. That Kayla voted for for Will? No, I would have mutinied. <laughs> I'd be like, they're going to figure out. At least I'll be another tribe. And the other tribe won, didn't they? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I was just, I always like a mutiny. I like seeing people switch up. And I think that would have been a really good opportunity for her to skip the vote. <laughs> mm -hmm. Eventually save herself. And another thing she potentially could have done that might have made a difference, too, is she sat out of the challenge, too, mm -hmm. which that gave her no influence on the result of the challenge. Mm -hmm. um, she could have proven her worth there, but she I don't know if it was more of her choosing to sit out or her tribe being like, you're the one sitting out. Mm -hmm. But it's too bad because kind of like you said, we all really liked Lydia on production. Yeah. She has such a enjoyable, pleasant personality that she's just really nice to be around. So seeing mm -hmm. her go down like this was very hard to watch. Um, so we saw Leah found a clue mm -hmm. at the challenge and it was hidden un under one of the mats and she kind of thought it was trash at first, but she kind of snuck it in front of everyone in a way. Yeah. Um, what did you think in this moment seeing Lydia found, uh, Lydia, Leah mm -hmm. found something in the game? Yeah, I didn't even know that she found it because at the time I stopped recording and someone, I think like Luke or someone was recording, she comes onto the hall skipping to my room. Like, <laughs> I found this. Like, what is it? I think it's the idol clue. And I was like so surprised. Like, okay, good that she found the idol clue. I yeah, I was just happy for her, especially with my recruits. I'm always happy when they're doing well. And I was like, okay, this could be really good for Leah and her game. So of course I was like supporting her and making like I was like, Yay, good for you. Um, no, I was really happy for her, especially that she was getting into Survivor and that she had never seen it before. Just knowing that, like, she's safe, she found out a clue, she has, like, a good, strong secret connection with Kayla, I was like, 
this is going great for me and my recruits. <laughs> so Leah also spent a good amount of time looking for an idol after people had already kind of looked in previous weeks, but not found anything. Mm -hmm. um, do you know how much time she spent like looking for the idol, given that she had, she was the only one that had a clue and knew she had a clue at a certain mm -hmm. point? This is a, <laughs> probably already know, if some, if it looks like someone's recording Leah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was Leah's camera person. Cause again, we were on the same hall. Like we hung out every single day. She's like, can you look for the idol for me? And I didn't really know where it was, and I wasn't going to tell her anything because the integrity of the game is really important to me. I've recruited so many people through Survivor, and, like, again, like, I don't tell them anything because I know how small piece of information can um, affect the whole game. So I was quiet about where it was and everything. She looked for a little bit. Um, <laughs> she was also in Capstone. That's an important thing to remember. Leah was in business Capstone, like, multiple hours a day. But I remember she was like, I don't really want to dig because I don't want to get my shoes dirty. <laughs> I was like, Leah. <laughs> and the funny me. thing is, like, she's not the only one that said that either. Charlie mm -hmm. was the same way yeah. when he was looking for an idol. Like, if you want an idol that bad, you have to be willing to it's, dig in whatever you think it's going to be. You can like, buy a new pair of white shoes. <laughs> you can't yeah, buy a new Or just, like, change into something you're not afraid to get dirty in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, we don't see her finding one mm -hmm. in this episode. Mm -hmm. um, one other thing that's kind of happening that's interesting is Luke on Soa is bonding with Nori on Feely just because they kind of have a bro-ish kind of vibe going on and they don't really care who all knows it. Mm -hmm. um, would you be the kind of person that would target these two guys knowing that they're kind of physical assets because of their connection? Or would you kind of let that go? Because like you said, Kayla and Leah have a connection too. Mm -hmm. So if they don't think that's a big deal, why think Luke and Nori are a big deal? Yeah. The problem with Luke and Nori is that they would tell each other stuff and then it would get to everybody. Kayla and Leah kept their information very under wraps when they would exchange information. But everyone was like, Nori's friends with Luke and they're being super open about it. And they know about idols and idol clues and just like, other tribe dynamics, that's when it gets dangerous. Because usually like, you would want to keep the strong players to help you win, especially Nori, who's in the military. Like, even Meredith's in the military. Like, even if I have good connections with them, I'm going to be like, oh, they're very strong in challenges. Because, again, they killed the tag challenge. And they killed the swimming in the challenge. But it was the aspect where everything that they shared was known information is where I would be like, now we got to split up the bromance. <laughs> Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, Leah and Kayla are much more of a friendship than Luke and Nori. Luke and Nori mm -hmm. met in the game. Yeah. And just because of their communication in front of everyone, people are like, okay, they're pretty close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, like, completely on them. Yeah. But we saw throughout the week, Lydia kind of just believes what people are telling her about the vote. Mm -hmm. She doesn't seem to be doing too much to kind of change people's minds. What did you think? Um, being her roommate, kind of knowing what was going on, did you think at the time that she was doing enough to kind of change things or that she was on the right, going to be on the right side of the vote? I kind of knew it was going downhill. As even when anybody like doesn't really meet up with any like people and then they just believe everything they hear, 
I just knew it was the beginning of the end. <laughs> I didn't expect a goodwill, good fortune. I was kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's what happens when you have friends who play. They will talk mm-hmm. to you and you'll go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was like, say, like, you can save her. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Like, that sounds crazy. Like, I have no idea what's happening, but it was just unfortunate. It's always unfortunate to watch something <laughs> You can't help. You have all the capacity to help, but there's nothing you can do. Right. I mean, I've had a friend play too. It's very difficult, especially when they spill everything to you and you know more, way more than they do and you can't yep. do anything. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, Lydia gets voted out at the end of the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it made us super sad, <laughs> but... How do you think she would have done if she had potentially made it to, like, the merge? Do you think she would have lasted pretty long, or do you think she still would have gone pretty early? I think with the the, not lack of strategy, but not as much effort into the game, which, again, not her fault. She was busy. You put in Mm -hmm. the amount of work you want to put into Survivor. But I could already see the people who really, really want to put in time and became obsessed with the game. And that's just, like, not Lydia's personality, too. So I don't think she would have won, but, or, like, made it, like, like as far as, like, people who were fans of the game and, like, immersed themselves into the strategy. Because I would hear people go, like, I've been in class all day and all I can think about is the boat or all I can mm-hmm. think about is who am I going to lie to next or coordinating the plans. And I just didn't hear Lydia doing any of that, so... I just, I don't think she would have made it so much farther unless she like really poured herself into the game. Yeah. I could have seen her potentially if someone wanted to pick her up as like an extra vote, mm-hmm. maybe she could have gotten taken along. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am happy that she kind of did more than um, some people who have been voted out early. Like she actually mm-hmm. did try, she did try to throw out someone else's yeah. name. Yeah. She did try to vote the way that people wanted her to vote. And unfortunately mm-hmm. it didn't work out for her. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts you want to share about these first three episodes that um, just your perspective on them, being someone who knows people that were in the game? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was like, so long ago, it was two years ago. I love watching back the seasons because it was my life so long ago. Even though I'm still involved with Survivor, I was like, wow, like Kayla and Leah are graduated, they're gone. So it's just a little nice thing to watch to remember like all the fun times we had. I just really liked how people who don't know Survivor at all get so into it mm-hmm. and it does become their life. And you really see in this particular sense, like Leo, Kayla was so worried that she was a commuter and that she wouldn't be able to like connect with anybody. But people really overlook that. You're not on campus or you're a commuter, like we can't be with you. It's all matters of like who someone wants to work with and you will make it work. Doesn't matter if you're a commuter or if you're married or if you're older. Like if you want to put in the work, like Chadwick, Chadwick was married, lived off campus, so is Melanie. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to work with them, they were going to come to us. Mm-hmm. We were going to come to them. So it's interesting and cool seeing like all the commuters and people who like have actual like real jobs, like play with all the, like the freshmen and like the sophomores 
but still fit in in the sense of like no one's going to be pushed out because they're married or have a full-time job or are a commuter like all those differences kind of are not important anymore when you're playing a survivor yeah and that's interesting too because you're right that didn't really impact season two or three my season though Mm -hmm. people are like targeting people just for being older for living off campus stuff like that so very different perspectives on Mm -hmm. how people are being taken out and like you said Kayla's probably one of the standouts in the first few episodes, really mm-hmm. solidifying herself with people around her that she can move forward with yeah. in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll see how Kayla and Leah do in this game and how everyone else does moving mm-hmm. forward. Um, thank you, Victoria, for joining me tonight. And if you want to catch the next episode, it's on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on Survivor I'll Use YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. All right.